Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for part three and the conclusion of an Absolutely fabulous interview with Pastor Joe Schimmel of Good Fight Ministries. Now, if you missed any of part one and part two, you need to go back and catch up. I mean, Pastor Joe has been sharing with us about his latest expose film called, uh, it's, it's all part of the series, Marvel and DC Comics Exposed. And the video we've been talking about is his latest one called Doctor Strange, Aleister Crowley, and the Multiverse of Satanism. Folks, he has been sharing from inside, first-hand knowledge of how Hollywood's working and, and all of these things that have been going on for decades. He's been talking about and sharing with us information about the creation of certain characters in DC Comics and, and popular as they may seem in films and all that. Their underlying thesis is all demonic. And folks, this is a tragedy just because of what they're doing but more importantly, what are you going to do about it now that you know about it? And the only way that you can completely understand is by going and watching these videos. Today, we're just highlighting them in these interviews with Dr. Or Pastor Joe Schimmel. But most importantly, you need to go in the links down below, click the links, watch the videos yourself, and get this firsthand information. All right, let's jump back into the conclusion of this interview now with Pastor Joe Schimmel. And, and uh, from your prior videos, you know, we found out that a lot of the rock and roll heavy metal bands, they were also followers of Crowley, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So we, we you know, it's funny uh, you mentioned that because we show from, you know, the Doors, Jim Morris, and the biggest of the fifth, biggest of the 60s, uh, Jim Morris, we show him the Doors huddled around a bus of Alessia Crowley on the album 13. I mean, he's singing lyrics like cancel my subscription to the resurrection semi-credentials to the house of detention which would be hell and he talks about how he was in touch in his journals with the spirit uh the spirit of music who identifies as satan that's jim morrison but we show them around a buster crowley we show what i mentioned already with john lennon and saying the beautiful philosophers do what thou wilt quoting crowley and having a picture of crowley and sergeant peppers which they said they put their heroes up there but jimmy page we've already referenced you know uh his relationship with crowley so we'd shown that all the way 60s and 70s and 80s and sting you know being the crowley and all these other guys in the 80s in the Crowley, uh, leader of Iron Maiden, you know, singing, do what thou wilt to be the whole law follower of Crowley's, many of Crowley's teachings, all the way to the current time where you have the rappers like Jay-Z, uh, uh, the, the biggest, most successful rapper of all time, having a hoodie, do what thou wilt on it. And his wife, Beyonce, pop, biggest, the queen of pop, having rings with, you know, the bath of met and so forth and being married, of course, to uh, uh, Jay-Z. So we brought it all the way. Sh What's kind of interesting is I've covered all these major bands. A couple people said to me, hey, I noticed one group you didn't cover, man. You, you know, you didn't cover Steven Tyler and Aerosmith. And and is there any connections with Steven Tyler and Aerosmith? And I said, you know what? When I did, they sold their souls for rock and roll. I mean, that's 
the three hour one is the abridged, you know, the Reader's Digest version. There's a 10 hour version. And I probably should have covered them, but I covered so much ground. But I really didn't look heavily into Stephen Tyler and Aerosmith, other than, you know, he, you know, he wears the skull ring and, you know, there's some occult references and so forth. And it's funny because I thought, you know, sometimes that was the only regret I had. I thought, man, I probably should, he'll be in the updated version. I should have looked more <laughs> into Stephen Tyler. Well, Vanity Fair comes out with an article and I just click it because it's online and, and it's about Stephen Tyler's biography of, you know, the leader of of Aerosmith, the biggest, one of the biggest American bands throughout the 70s and influenced the 80s and, you know, American Idol, all that stuff. And and he says that they weren't making it, you know, his when he was young in the band. So he said he started practicing the magic of a Lester Crowley. And he said he was doing his sex magic with a girl. And during the time when they got most intimate, uh, they would both say a prayer. And he said, the rest is history. Well, <laughs> Like I said, you can't make this stuff up, and yeah, uh, people yeah, trip yeah. out because when they come to our presentations on music and or they're they're blown away because they're like listening to music all the time. They're professing Christian. They're like, I'm listening to a bunch of Satanists. I had no idea. I'm involved in Satanism all day long, you know, with my music choices and so forth. And the Lord calls us out of darkness, right? Calls us to be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. And and the scriptures say we're not to love the world and things of the world and all this of the world. And so he says, you adulterers, know you not the friendship with the world's enmity with God, where makes himself a friend of the world, makes himself an enemy of God. So we believe it's important that Christians, when they become aware, because a lot of Christians just aren't aware, when you become aware that these guys are in darkness, they're being yeah. used by demonic forces, yeah. Should we really allow our hearts to be moved by these guys, or should we be seeking Jesus and singing psalms yeah, and hymns amen. and spiritual songs? You know, amen. And, and they're reaching out to the kids. I mean, yeah, it, is it true that you you've seen a, a Marvel created a Lego toy for Doctor Strange Sanctum Centorum or whatever based upon Crowley's real life room? Yeah, well, we show uh, a very similar Lego. We show, yeah, we show the. Uh, uh, I think in our last video. We just show that these are kids' toys promoting a Lester Crowley at a very or, or the Sanctum Sanctorum, Strange Sanctorum, which is Crowley, right? Just in the form of Doctor Strange, and that that's insidious. You're right, brother. We we show that these are marketed to little three year olds and so forth, uh, uh, and, and up, you know, and they're basically. I mean, we've just seen it's been in the news lately with, uh, you know, little kids being dressed and Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. whatever clothing line she's associated with promoting kids and bond babies and bondage and so forth and and it's kind of interesting because not to go afield with that but they're targeting our children again Alester yeah. crowley said that the most uh, powerful sacrifice is an innocent boy uh and the spilling of blood and and in his uh which we were talking off the air and you brought up something that one of the parallels that just disgusted you and i said amen disgusted me that yeah. we expose in our latest yeah. video yeah. was they use instead of taking communion as a picture of Christ's body they take what they call SHT Crowley brought this up and and it's actually excrement human excrement uh mixed with the the blood of whether it's a sacrificial animal or it could be a human being cuz Crowley talks about this being the 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 daily uh practice of his followers and not that all of his followers do this but many of them have these called so-called cakes of light uh abramovich was doing this in her spirit cooking some time ago and she's close to like lady gaga she's invited to hillary clinton's campaign deal and we show uh we didn't do this in this last thing but we have a deal online if somebody checks out our we got a lot of really eye-popping stuff on our good fight site uh uh it, we show there's a if you just type in abramovich we show that this artist you know uh, that she has 666 and all these different things on this wall and she throws blood she said it was pig's blood who knows over an yeah. effigy of a child and uh and she's being invited by one of the 
you know, uh, uh, Podestas to say, invite your brother, who was her campaign manager, I think, at that time. I invite him to our spirit cooking dinner. Well, her spirit cooking, we show what her recipe was, according to a lot of Crowley stuff. And a lot of these folks are saying this, you know? Yeah. I'm Amen. not saying Podesta's were, but it's not, they, the, the email came from one Podesta to the other as though he knew what spirit cooking was. That's yeah, pretty right, crazy. Right. And that's yeah. not fringe stuff. That's documented. That came out on the wiki, you know, the, the leaks, you know. Yeah. Well, let's shift a little bit as we get ready to wrap up here about the Church of Scientology. In your video, you state that L. Ron Hubbard claimed that Jesus is just an angry pedophile and that Hubbard claimed that the biblical Antichrist is true, but not like the Bible claims. Explain that for us. Yeah, that was interesting. Years and years ago, I saw somebody speak, an ex-Scientologist, you know, and uh, at the end of his talk, I talked to him and and I was wondering why he didn't bring out the correct connections, the fact that, because that, he's talking about the E-meter and all these things. And I said, yeah, it was interesting that you didn't bring out the connections between L. Ron Hubbard and the Satanist Lester Crowley, because he calls L. Ron Hubbard called Crowley his good friend. And we show that in this video, this last one we did that you saw. And we actually show where his son talks about how my dad was a Satanist. We were Satanists. And he watched his dad commit abortions. His dad was trying to an abortion, at least one. He said he did a number of them because his dad was trying to bring forth a moon child. Crowley talked about a moon child. The moon child would was a hopeful antichrist of the coming new eon of Alester Crowley. And L. Ron Hubbard was practicing his magic and he walked in because his mom had a coat hanger or his dad had a coat hanger aborting the child. And he was horrified. And later out, when he got older, he 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 came out of that. He wrote a book called L. Ron Hubbard, Messiah Madman. He has a chapter called L. Ron Hubbard and the Beast in that book. And he died not too long after he wrote that book. Uh, I'm not suggesting he was killed. He just could have been natural causes or whatever. But uh, he exposed his dad for that. Well, his dad, it's history now. It's all over the Internet, was a uh, practitioner of Crowley's magic. And he worked with... Uh, Jack Parsons, who was the co-founder of Jet Propulsion Laboratory, of, which is of NASA right now. And Jack Parsons wrote a book called The Book of the Antichrist, which somebody you can even read online, where he's promoting the coming of the Antichrist. Him and Hubbard worked together uh, to produce this moon child. Uh, and then it's a long story. We get in depth into that story, some depth in that story. But cutting to the chase uh, is he basically, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, uh, when he, then he started Scientology, which his son said was just a front for Crowley's Do What Thou Wilt. And it was, it's very Gnostic, you know, so, you know, it's all inverted and Jesus Christ is coming back, but he's really, this, this could be the macabre landing and he rarely represents the forces of evil. And he says the book of Revelation, this is in his letter to OT8. And when I was being, uh, when I was asking this gentleman about how come he didn't get into that, he goes, Joe, he goes, and I just met him. He goes, let me send you a document. That's like just a few pages long because it'll blow you away. And it was that document to OT8 stating emphatically that our mission, L. Ron Hubbard, to OTAs, the highest level of Scientologists, like 33rd degree Mason or what have you, uh, it could be characterized by the mission of Antichrist in the book of Revelation. He says there's a lot of truth in the Bible, but it's not really presented the right way because this Antichrist that we, we represent is really the good side. And we have a fleeting opportunity to derail the second coming of Christ, which is really these evil aliens we have to stop. Again, it's all Gnostic. It's it's all inverted. And by the way, uh, when that came out, and I was glad he sent that to me, because later on, man, it was all over the Internet a few years later, and they were trying to deny it, that that that, that was theirs. But mm -hmm. they tacitly acknowledged it was theirs because they tried to stop its, uh, it from becoming a court document because it was because they believed it. They said it's copyrighted. 
well, wait a minute, how could you guys have copyrighted if you guys doesn't belong to you? <laughs> so, you know, these guys are pretty easy to expose. You just use the light of God's word and 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 common sense and the power of the Holy Spirit. But I, I, it's amazing. Man, you've covered a lot of ground, bro, with your questions. <laughs> Tell us about uh, Dennis McKenna. Wow. I didn't expect that question, but uh, <laughs> the McKenna brothers, you know, he, he writes about his brother, Terrence McKenna. And... He since uh, edited his big giant book uh, uh, where he talks about his brother. And, and it's interesting you bring up Terrence McKenna because he became the Timothy Leary of more the modern days from the 90s onward. He's considered like the top, you know, there's been Timothy Leary, you know, Carlos Castaneda, uh, Terrence McKenna. These are three of the biggest names promoting uh, pharmakeia, which the Bible talk is the Greek word for sorcery, which is the use of uh, sorcery comes in many forms. But the Bible uses often the word pharmakeia in the New Testament, which was the use of illicit drugs to to transform your consciousness uh, to whereby you would uh, get an altered state of consciousness, and open yourself up to the spirit world. The Bible warns about that. The Bible says in First Peter 5, 8, be sober. Peter says, be vigilant for your adversary, the devil walks about as a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And when we're sober-minded and we're filled with the Spirit, we're blood-bought Christians, we're immune to the attacks of the enemy as long as we keep up, put on the whole armor of God so we can stand against the schemes of the devil and take up the whole armor of God, it says, so you can stand in the evil day. So we do obviously have to apply God's Word to our lives to be protected. But pharmakeia, I mean, it's easy. I mean, if, if Satan's like a roaring lion, it says. Well, yeah. if roaring lions out in the wilderness— and, you know, uh, uh, you know, Serengeti or whatever, if you could get, if they get the zebras drunk from a water hole first to chase them, they have a lot easier life. Well, that's what Satan does when people get drunk or they do drugs and what have you. So the pharmacaea is something Satan's used way back. We show them they sold their souls for rock and roll, which you referenced earlier, uh, Brother Bob, where uh, Alester, where Timothy Leary, you know, he says, he ta- says, he says that uh, he's promoting uh Alester Crowley. I'm completing the mission of Alester Crowley, the follower of Alester Crowley. Yeah. Fast forward to Terrence McKenna now. And so I just want to give them a historical draw some lines here. Is he became like the new Timothy Leary. So like Joe Rogan promotes him. Uh Terrence McKenna taught that, you know, that you know his philosophy or his belief system was that he promoted. I don't think he actually believed this, but that uh apes, you know, they went down chimpanzees or whatever, and they were running out of food. So they started picking up cow pies, and under the cow pies were these magic mushrooms. And they started eating magic mushrooms, and then their minds began to evolve rapidly where they became humans. So isn't aren't mushrooms and hallucinogens, whether people are pushing LSD, which Albert Hoffman, by the way, getting off on some rabbit trails here, who discovered LSD, wrote a book called LSD, My Problem Child. It's online, and he talks about he when he first did LSD consciously, because he became aware it seeped through his glove when he was first experimenting with ergot of rye, something totally different. And also he's having these hallucinogenic experiences. Then he takes it purposely. And he said, I was overcome by a demonic being. And he says that I couldn't get out of it no matter what I tried to do, opening myself to the spirit world. Fast forward again to Terrence McKenna now. And Terrence McKenna became, he spoke of the Esalen Institute, which is not far from us. I'm in California. It's further down by Santa, Bar- past Santa Barbara by Big Sur and everything, and all these new age places. And he became the go-to guy. And Joe Rogan, at the beginning of his show, I bring him up because he's such a, uh, he promotes a lot of this this stuff. Uh, A lot of the hallucinogens as being an open pathway. And he's, a lot of conservative Christians think that he's cool. You know, it's like, man, this guy's like got phallus mouth. He's not regenerate. And he's playing a lot of people, I believe. But anyway, you look at uh, the very beginning of his shows, you see a bunch of apes going down and to the cow patties, you know, and, and he talks about Terrence McKenna sometimes in glowing forms. And, but Terrence McKenna talked about the, the mother load 
and he became popular and it was used in a comedic act as because taking the big loads of hallucinogens. Well, guess what? It was a lie. Not that he didn't do that, but his brother in the first editions of his book admits and goes into length, also citing Terrence McKenna's widow because he died, by the way, of a mushroom, a shaped yeah. tumor, not long mm-hmm. after the, all this, you know, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Uh, anyway, it's interesting because uh, he said that he had such a terrifying experience and that horrified him that he didn't do these, these same, he didn't do these hallucinogens that he was promoting again or if he did it says it would be very mild if he did do it and the crazy thing is is he continued he said his brother continued to promote it as though it was this life-saving thing this soul transformation deal but and he points out that his brother had to live with being basically he's and i'm I'm paraphrasing him now but he says my brother had to live with being a fraud because he was breaking in the money and he was considered this hero and he liked it so much he never basically revealed to the people yeah, that he got yeah. radically messed up and it terrified him so much because he came in contact with some very powerful demonic forces yeah. that probably turned on him. So this stuff is very, very real. And people need to dive in your Bibles, man. Read the yeah, word, yeah, man, man, and stay close to Jesus and have a solid prayer life and reach people for Christ. We need to be going about our father's business. Amen. And Marvel and DC, the war on God is perpetuating satanic lies to hundreds of millions of young people who is their really unsuspecting audience. What can parents do to counter the underlying messages in many popular comic books and movies that affect millions of professing Christians? What do you recommend they do? Well, I recommend strongly that parents do what they're called to do in scripture. First and foremost is that, is that they model Christ, you know, uh, the word meme we get, and people are all into memes today. That's the word for memetis is memetis is in the Greek, which is, the word Paul uses for an example, we're supposed to be living epistles. We're supposed to be the memes for our children, not all these comic artists, you know, these rock stars and so forth. Be an example. And then fathers, do your job, man, because it says in Ephesians 6, 4 to, to uh, train up your children the way they should go. Right. But the way Paul writes it, he, he says to uh, to to bring them up and the, he says not to provoke them to anger. So dads, don't mock your kids and, and don't exasperate them, but bring them up, Paul says, in the discipline. We need to make sure we're having godly, loving discipline and and admonition or the word of God. And then mothers are told as well to love their husbands, love their wives, and they're told in throughout Proverbs, children, listen to the teachings of your mother. The mother should be teaching scripture too. But I emphasize fathers because a lot of times that resp- responsibility is abdicated uh, to the mother, where we're both supposed to be involved in that. But also we need to the Bible says, as as you know, Pastor Bob, that we're supposed to, that that parents sanctify their children, and sanctify means to be set apart from evil, consecrated to God. We're supposed to be protecting them from evil and 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 and, and not letting these influences. So we need to be watching what they're watch. They're looking at online right here in California. I think five people were killed by somebody that came from Virginia, uh, an online predator who was actually a police officer and pretended to be someone else. And we have to watch online. We have to, you can't just give them a, 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 my opinion, this you've asked me, I'm giving my opinion. I don't believe we should just give our children uh, remote control to any TV show or any music that we should actually be teaching them to love godly things. And Satan offers instantaneous gratification. So you have to realize the war we're in. So one thing I did that I found very successful, Brother Bob, with my children is I exposed them, exposed the evil in these things since they were young. I mean, to, to the degree that they could understand it. So I took the veneer and the glitz away from it. And I showed, look, this is demonic. This is what the Bible says is evil. And it gave them a biblical worldview to where they didn't have a taste for because they realized they saw 
you know, what happens when you catch a wolf in the in in when there's you know in the, the Eskimos or what have you is they they take a knife and they dip it in blood over and over again. That blood gets hard in the cold. Then a wolf wolf comes and licks that blood, and it's just licking at that knife, not realizing what's going to happen. And then its own blood begins to pour out. And before you know it, it licks the blood off that knife and it's slurping up its own blood and it just lacerates itself and dies. We show the knife under what looks so appetizing so they realize how evil it is. That's why the Bible says, have no fellowship with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. We're called to make our children aware. The book of Proverbs, bro, is really powerful in that regard because throughout Proverbs, he shows what happens if you drink too much. He shows what happens if you run with the wicked. Uh, He shows what happens with, you know, if you go after, when children are a little bit older, right? You go after uh, women or or the opposite sex uh, in a perverse way and don't seek just godly marriage. He always show, he shows the, the end of these things. And that's what we lack sometimes in the Christian church. We're, we're kind of prude about showing the reality of these things. And I'll give you one example. A friend of mine, he uh, was an elder of our church for, for some time before he moved. Uh, uh, he talked to me about a brother that he met at work. And the, I don't even know if he was a brother. Talked to me about a, a guy from downtown LA in one of the worst neighborhoods where all of his friends, everyone he knew was dead except him and his siblings didn't go. To, they were dead or in prison. And he said, how did you guys escape? He goes, my, my, my uncle was a, was a cleaner, you know, and he would take, go to the crime scenes and clean up after the forensics were done and everything. And he would drive by and tell my dad, Hey, I'm ready. If you're ready. And my dad would say, sure. And we'd hop in his, his station wagon back in the day. We drive to one of these uh, places where there's a drug, drug deal had gone down and people got killed. And he'd take us into it and show us what had happened. He showed blood on the wall and stuff. That sounds like over the top, right? He said, but it scared us all straight because we recognize what drugs lead to. We saw this over and over in this kind of thing. And we realized, wow, we don't want to get involved yeah. in that. It was, he was in one neighbor, one family and the whole neighborhood, he said, where they're not in prison or dead. Well, we don't have to go to that extreme, but we should go to this extreme. We need to show, we need to let our kids know the difference between good and evil. Because God came down to the priest in the Old Testament, says because they did not make a distinction, the, the leaders, between that which was good and is evil. And evil. As parents, we need to do that and make them aware. And we got to be careful. We got to make sure we're letting them know this is not something you want because it, end, it ends in death. And we got to be telling the truth. There's pleasure and sin for a season. That's true. But the end is death and the pleasure runs out. Amen. Pastor, what's next? What's the next movie? What's the next video you're working on? What's what's the next one up in the series? Yeah, so uh, we've done uh, you know the first two, and by the way, just quickly on the first one, because you mentioned uh, the, the Doctor Strange one, the one right before that, which I think is just as powerful. Some like one better, some like the other better. Uh, we showed Robert Downey Jr. practicing Crowley's magic, you know, uh, saying he got his part as, as Iron Man who practicing. He said, if Alex Crowley had a little brother, I would be the guy. And that's how he got the part. And we show Ezra Miller, not in these videos, but this will be upcoming. He's the upcoming movie Flash. Ezra Miller uh, plays Flash. Well, guess what? He has figurines just like a, a, an, an altar of Flash. And he practices chaos magic, which Crowley had an influence on chaos magic. He calls himself Satan, has a harem of girls. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing just came out in the news about two months ago where they're thinking of can in the movie, but they already spent tens of millions of dollars on that movie, maybe hundreds of millions now. So they, they're rehabilitating and play that part. But he's interestingly, he's just like what Grant Morrison says. You want to contact Flash, he's contacting these entities. The next movie uh, is uh, that we're doing is we're basically, I can say this quickly since I took all the time and I only need to say this. We're just going to expose, we're exposing the top writers, the top 10 and beyond. Uh, according to comic review and their associations with Lester Crowley that write the comics that turn into these movies and so forth. 
Amen. Amen. Well, as we get ready to close, share with our listeners about your work with uh, Fight the Good Fight Ministries. What's it all about? Yeah. And then just to let them know if they, if they one of the things, because I kind of, which will tie into that question is if they, if one of the ways, one of the things I would do is I would, I would take the kids if they're old enough, you know, and show them our videos, our exposés, you know, yeah. and Amen. if they write in, if they, they go to goodfight.org or they go, really, they can go to, uh, uh, they can go to marveldcexposed.com and they can get those there. They can watch them online. Uh, and I'll say this too, if there's somebody that are listening, man, I can't afford it. You know, I wish, you know, if you can afford a Starbucks, you know, a couple of days a week or a couple of days, you probably can afford it. But if you can't afford it and you write into Blessed Oak Chapel for a copy, uh, we'll send you a free copy, you know? So uh, just so you know, that's where our hearts are at. So yeah, you don't yeah. usually hear people say that, but that's our hearts. And, and, uh, but they, they could do that as well. So our ministry is about, you know, exposing the works of darkness and lifting up the name of Jesus, kind of like what David did yeah. again with Goliath's sword. So uh, it, it's all for us, it's all about Jesus. But yeah. so if you hear me preach, I mean, I, I'm a pastor, I've been preaching, we're going through the book of Revelation right now. If you hear me preach, I'm talking about Jesus all the time. But uh, when I get interviewed, people probably think I just talk about this stuff, but <laughs> I expose all this stuff. So Amen. we expose this because we're commanded to. And if we don't expose the works of darkness, we're disobeying one of the commands yeah, in scripture, amen. you know, yeah, that's right. and it's just imperative that we put on the armor of God and we teach people how to put on the armor of God and to stand fast and rely on the power of the Holy Spirit and just be sold out to Jesus, you know? Amen. And what about your podcast, the Good Fight Radio Show? Yeah, they can go to goodfight.org and uh, they'll see, you know, they can get involved in our, our podcast. We have a, uh, a two times a week, uh, we do two half hour shows. Uh, and also we have 511 News, which Chad, my son-in-law, does. He came to Christ by watching They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll. Mm. Fell on his knees, turned to Jesus. And uh, he's amazing, uh, does amazing work. And he has 511 News, which is really good, once a week on Amen. stuff that's all the stuff. Married my daughter, you know. I, I invited him street witnessing when he was in the church, and he saw her witness. He fell in love with her and uh, after you come to Christ, and the rest is history. I think that was definitely a God thing. Amen. Amen. Pastor Joe, this is all so fascinating. I've learned I've learned a lot from your videos over the years, and I know that you opened the eyes and minds of our listeners today as well. If someone wanted to get more information on what we talked about today, to watch either of your videos, you know, the Soul, Soul Rock and Roll or, or any of the other ones, uh, how can they do that? How can they get more information? One more yeah, they can go to Good Fight Ministries online on YouTube. Um, they could also go to Blessed Oak Chapel, which is where my sermons are. And we have also a, a, a YouTube channel for those those messages as well. And uh, and those 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 two places, Marvel DC Exposed, as I mentioned already, dot com. Those all get you eventually to what you're looking for, probably. And Amen. we preach it right off the page and we've seen a lot of fruit from the ministry. So we praise God for what he's doing. And we praise God for ministries like yours, uh, uh, Pastor Bob, because we don't see a lot of that out there. And and it's not that you're just interviewing me. I can see we're 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 compatriots in arms together, yeah, man, and that you just love the truth. God. And I feel so uh, much joy in, in that there's ministries out there like yours. I appreciate that. Folks, as I stated at the beginning, this is not new. This has been going on since the Garden of Eden, if you want to get technical about it. The devil does not have anything new up his sleeve. He's the same yesterday, today, won't be forever, not like our God, but his Amen. tactics are known well. And and But our God's also the same, but he's yesterday, today, and forevermore. Praise Amen. God. And Jesus has defeated the devil once and for all time, and all that are with him shall reign in victory. Pastor Joe Schimmel has been shining the true light in the darkness of the entertainment industry for decades. And I encourage you to go down to the show notes, click the links right there. And especially, 
I encourage you to watch this video we've been talking about today, Dr. Strange, Aleister Crowley, and the Multiverse of Satanism. And go back and watch that first one. They sold their souls for rock and roll. Folks, <laughs> that's the one that started all this. I'm <laughs> telling you, I watched this video years ago. And I still go back and watch it because it's that good. I, mean, it is, <laughs> I started following Pastor Joe before he even knew what, probably before Brother Bob became Brother Bob. I mean, it is, I, I remember that video from a long time ago, Pastor. <laughs> Praise God, man. God is good, bro. And these videos will just bring the truth to light like you never knew possible. And it's been happening for decades right under our noses, what Hollywood's been doing. So it's time to shine the light in the darkness, drive the darkness out. Drop hey, down Bob, the show I, notes. Yep, go ahead. Can I say just one last thing? Yeah, please go to the show notes, man. We'd love to give you some of our stuff. But just I thought I got to share this because you're just getting me. You're, you're infectious, bro, to see your excitement. <laughs> is I thought you know, I should share this because in my testimony, I had my family going to hell so I could be a rock star kind of thing in that, in that song, right? That all got reversed when I came to Jesus. My mom, all of my sisters, all three of them, my brother, uh, my dad eventually all came to Christ, all seven of Praise us. God. And my dad went on to be with the Lord, but all six of us are serving Jesus together and and all married believers. And so like Satan meant for evil, God meant for good. So the That's evil right. that might be going on in someone's home right now because of this, just seek the Lord, turn from the darkness, Amen. and God could yes. do the same thing and we'll do the same thing in your life to one degree or another. Amen, amen, I appreciate that. Like I said, drop down the show notes, click the links right there. Pastor Joe, I wanna thank you again for coming on the program today, taking your time and, and sharing this information with the world. Keep up the good fight, brother. Right back at you, bro. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Pastor Joe Schimmel and myself, it's Pastor Bob reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org.
Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.